0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen welcome to... Target! <laughs> <clears throat> Free, sh- Free... Free... Free twee- Chevacadue! MAN- <sighs> what y'all get for number 12? I got 18. I got 9.5. I got, I got Abraham Lincoln. There is only one thing worse than a rapist. Boom child. No. Joey, did you eat my sandwich? I am your sandwich. Good mythical morning! Karina! Shut up! I'm currently eating sushi. It's very yummy. No. I guess I'm just too tough to cry. Oh hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Internet Exposition. Uh, Today is June the 8th, um, June 8th, did I just say June the 8th? <laughs> I'm not awake yet, Uh, June 8th, the 8th of June, there you go, <laughs> now I'm confusing myself to all heck, it is Tuesday, so yeah, so let's just get this started. Uh, we always start the show with uh, something called Rate Your Selfie, so uh, this first one uh, is kind of a strange username, it's uh, ZDJ... Uh, 6 H I Y T N G Z. So, but this one looks pretty good. It's got a good um, background to it and everything. I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10. This next one's by Sid. I think uh, that's his name. Sid. Or maybe it's Sid Pra. I think it's Sid, though. And, um, but yeah, this looks good. I love the background. Uh, like there's like some water and rocks and stuff. I'm not sure where exactly where he's at, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, uh a lot of, um, I don't know, just like nature, I guess, in the background. <laughs> and it looks like he might be out there playing some sports or something. But yeah, it's a good, uh, uh, selfie. I'd give it a, I'd give it a nine out of ten, actually. Uh, this last one's by Leo or, uh, yeah, Leo Rodriguez. Um, this one looks really good, too. I kind of like the blur effect. He does this, I think he's in his bathroom, but he did this, like, blur effect to kind of overshadow the um, the background a little bit. And um, so, yeah, it looks really good, though. And uh, I'd give it a 8 out of 10. So uh, in news today... Um, Now, this is slightly old news, but I thought I would cover it anyway. Uh, This one is apparently Instagram back like a few weeks, maybe a couple months ago. They were thinking about, um, and I don't know if it's something that's still in development. Maybe they're still working on it. I don't know. But they were thinking about making a kids version of Instagram, making it just for kids, I guess to try to compete with the whole YouTube kids thing, but kind of comparing apples to oranges there. But um. Maybe that's what their idea was, um, or they just saw that the fact that more and more younger kids might be interested in this kind of aspect, so they were like, hey, let's make a kids version. Sounds good on paper, but a lot of people kind of uh, were against it. Uh, this talks about this spring, Facebook revealed it's in development version of Instagram for children. Um Under 13 years old, a sort of Instagram light that gives kids the chance to connect with friends and family without seeing ads or being targeted by child predators. Yeah, right. The company says the kids under 13 use Instagram anyway despite a policy requires users to be 13-year-old. Well, they get around that, I think the, they get around that policy because technically the parents are the ones that, well, supposedly, some of them I think the parents actually are the ones that are hosting the or uh, monitoring the uh, account. But obviously some of them it's just like they're not actually, the parents aren't, you know, it's just kids just, they put the, false birthday obviously I mean we all know how it works we've all done it when we were younger you know you created an email address or whatever and you got to lie about your age and um, they just pretend basically that their parents are monitoring the account when actually their parent in reality their parents probably don't even know they have an account Uh, but some of them I do think the parents actually do monitor the account and it allows the kids to have their own um, Instagram and uh, then they can post pictures, and that way they can, their parents can log in and watch it and make sure, you know, nothing suspicious is going on, all that good stuff. And, uh, but, and that's kind of how they get around it. So it says, giving them their own dedicated platform simply makes the experience safer. Yeah, right. But as a caregiver who let their child play with smartphone knows screens are addictive, Many adults can't tear themselves away from their phones, computers, televisions, and children are less prepared to resist these glowing temptations. Kids between the ages of 8 to 12 already spend um, 1,200 hours a year in front of screens. Research shows that more screen time correlates with less screen time, less physical activity, and less time outdoors. As someone who uses social media often in my personal and professional life, I'm I've experienced these addictiveness addictiveness. That's kind of a strange word. Um, I've seen the way Instagram has turned the outdoors into something to be recorded, shared, and come, um, com oh commodified commodified. I don't know what that. I've never heard of that word before. I don't know what that means. Uh, I guess expressive, I don't know, is this what it's saying? And I've, oh, I just messed up my page here, there we go. Uh, Observe the effect of iPad of my three-year-old daughter, the more time she spends on it, the more time she wants to spend on it, and the more irritable she becomes when it's taken away. Child protection advocates also worry that Facebook, which owns Instagram, will be able to equally protect young users. Yeah, right. Privacy or shield them from cyberbullying. Yeah, right. And (laughs) inappropriate content. Yeah, right. And and, uh, April 15th letter, the Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, more than 100 advocates and organizations wrote that while collecting valuable family data and cultivating a new generation of Instagram users may be good for Facebook's bottom line. It will likely increase the use of Instagram in young children who are particularly vulnerable to the Um, platforms uh, manipulative and explosive features i mean the article just kind of continues to go on and i've read like several articles on this talking about this instagram for kids or some kind of social media just for kids or you know and i don't think they're the first ones to think of this like i said youtube kind of has a version of this and other in and other um, places have kind of tried to create like a a social media that's really just for kids kind of thing the problem with this is like everyone keeps complaining about those old-fashioned complaints you know and uh, talking about like oh kids are gonna that's just gonna promote kids to spend more time in front of the computer and then they're never gonna want to play outside I'm like here here's problem number one is first of all that's not true that's a myth that you know all that automatically that technology is going to automatically make kids not want to spend time outside. Kids that don't want to go outside don't go outside because they don't want to go outside, okay? (laughs) When I was a kid, it was the same thing. There were kids that liked going outside and kids that did not like really like going outside. Now, I will say sometimes we went outside even if we didn't necessarily always want to because of the fact that there was nothing to do sometimes. But it's not like we didn't have our own distractions. You know, we had television and things like that, and we had video games. I mean, yeah, there were older games, and it was an older style of television, but it was still there, and it was still a distraction. Now, I will say today's internet prevalent, I will admit that it's much more distracting and much more addictive because you can pretty much do anything at any time of the day, you know, and through television systems, you know, you kind of have, and even with video games, you kind of have to wait on something to come if you want to play something specific or watch something specific. And so sometimes there's that waiting schedule, but that doesn't mean it's not, not addictive. And like I said, it's just like I had friends that hardly ever went outside because they didn't want to go outside. They were just weren't an outdoorsy kind of person. Now, like I said, we sometimes they'd go outside some because there just wasn't really anything to do. But um, there were times, many times where I didn't go outside at all because I didn't want to. So especially in the winter because it was cold outside and I didn't want to be out there. And um, so, and I, it's the same thing today. I see kids that play outside all the time. My kids play outside all the time when they're at, you know, with they're at their house. And I've seen other kids, many kids, playing outside and going outside, in spite of the fact that they probably have a computer or some kind of tablet or device where they can literally watch countless hours of YouTube videos or Twitch or whatever it is they like to do on there, or you know, or get on Instagram or whatever. And I don't think launching a social media site, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, um, for kids is automatically going to be harmful to kids wanting to go outside and play, or it's automatically going to make things more addictive for them. I don't think that. I think that's an old-fashioned debate. I think that's been debunked many times. I do think that internet is much more addictive than, I will say, the old forms of media. That I will agree with. But I don't think that automatically is going to make kids not going to want to go outside. If a kid wants to go outside and play, he's going to go outside and play, okay? <laughs> Regardless of how many distractions he has inside, okay? Um that's just how it is you know it's part of their personality they want to go outside because that's just what they like to do they want to go play sports or ride their bike or whatever it is they like to go outside and do um, another thing that people don't think about now this is going to be me getting way on a tangent here another people that things don't think about is yesterday as years and years ago as opposed to today is kids had more freedom outside back then um, sometimes I went outside not necessarily because I wanted to go outside and play or wanted to be outdoors or I was an outdoorsy kid or whatever. sometimes I went outside because it gives you a sense of freedom temporarily. You know you go outside and play and there's just something about going to the park or you know maybe I went to a close um, I would ride my bike down to the gas station or something that was close by my house and I would buy a soda or something because maybe I found some quarters in my room or whatever and um there was something about knowing that my mom and my uh my parents and no one in my family especially if i was by myself outside um didn't know exactly where i was there was something about that sense of temporary freedom about doing that it's like a you know and kids don't really have that today uh, there's so many restrictions especially younger kids and i mean i started riding my bike outside you know down the street and everything by the time i was like five six years old i mean it's hard for a kid to get away with that today you know your parents got to stand outside and watch them and make sure they're safe they're not you know no one's coming to adopt in or uh you know that there's not you know they're not playing in the street being stupid. And stuff like that but when I was a kid that just wasn't the case we just we went anywhere you know and I mean my mom didn't want me like riding out of the neighborhood or anything which I never did but I could theoretically ride wherever I wanted and my there was like my mom wouldn't have known exactly where I was you know exactly in that moment and there was something about that that was kind of relaxing or relieving temporarily. It's not that I wanted to necessarily run away from home. It's not like that. It's just a sense of freedom, like I said. And kids, I feel sorry for kids nowadays that they have to feel so trapped in their home all the time or when they do go outside, it's like they got to have parents monitoring them 24-7. And I totally understand. I get the situation, but... I feel sorry for kids nowadays because of that. It's just like I can't even let my kids go outside and play because it's like I'll get in trouble for it, you know, because they're too young to be on their own outside, you know. My neighbors or somebody will, you know, call on me, and then I'll get in trouble, you know, and I can't even let them do it. And it's like I said, I feel sorry for them. If I would have known some of the – and I hate that effect that I – feel this way, but it's just how I feel. But if I would have known most of the stuff that I know now back before I had kids, and now I'm glad that I didn't know it because if I would have known all the stuff I know now before I had kids, I probably would have never had kids because I would have been like, I don't want to bring kids into this world and have them grow up in a world like this. But like I said, by the time I figured all that out, it was a little late by then. (laughs) But like I said, that's why in a way I'm kind of glad because then I wouldn't have never had children and uh, that would have been uh, saddening for me but anyway i got off on a tangent there that's just i think it's just stuff that people don't think about another thing that um with this system is that no one is talking about like i said i've read countless articles on this social media for kids or whatever um is this is not going to make kids first of all it doesn't escape cyberbullying because other kids could still cyberbully them and um because remember when you were school and you get bullied, uh, most of the people that bullied you were probably around your age, right? So it's not going to stop kids from getting bullied. Um, um, and another thing is it's not going to stop predators because predators could easily just create a fake account with the, and pretend to be a kid. It's not that hard. Um, it's not going to protect them for any of that. Um, so I don't know what they're talking about in all these articles saying, oh, it's more safer. No, it's not. It's just the same thing. It's just all it is is going to be a kid-friendly thing. It's kind of a pointless concept because of the fact, I mean, I get it. It's just a money marketing thing. It's just a way for the company to make money, and they're targeting kids um but some people are like arguing against it because of the addictive nature of it like i said i that doesn't bother me i think if you know parents don't want their kids having an instagram account or whatever they don't just don't let them have one you know if their parents don't want them doing that then they just monitor them you know they don't let them do it you know it's not hard so um So yeah, um, I have no problem with it. I do think it's kind of a pointless concept other than the fact it's just a way to make money off kids. I mean, I know they say they won't slap them with ads and stuff like that, but you know they're going to figure out a way to try to make money off of it. Um, So it's just like, that's all it is really. It's a marketing uh, ploy, so I guess you could say. But yeah. It's time now for the most fantastic memes on the internet. They're fantastic memes. So fantastic. They're meme-tastic. Here on meme-tastic, we have some pretty good ones today. We got, I said, old people, when you treat them the same the way they treat you. Actually, most old people I talk to are usually nicer. Um... but yeah it is true though uh, sometimes when you bump into an old person it's like hmm, tastes like disrespect but yeah most of the time i would say about 90 percent of the time when i talk to old people they're usually way nicer than like middle-aged people it's usually middle-aged people are the meanest to me that's that's the way it is in my life like people in their late 20s early 30s mid 30s so um this one says my parents at 31 so i I'm so glad we got this vacation house. Yes, me at 31. Okay, if I live inside this box for the next two months, maybe I can afford to buy the new Pokemon game. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's called managing your money, people. (laughs) It says, uh, getting into a pool. Ah, it's cold. Staying in a pool. Ah, this feels nice. Getting out of the pool. Ah, it's cold. (laughs) Yeah, why is it like that? I guess because your body adjusts to the temperatures of the uh, water says i work at a ea says but this meme is free right unlock the rest of the meme for six dollars and 90 cents yeah yeah that sounds like ea um it says guy i'm so excited for this date. i've been saving up all week girl i'm really um i really don't mind splitting the bill guy yeah i'm not talking about the bill oh <laughs> Says we made uh, Coca-Cola, uh, night, 1886 version of Coca-Cola. Someone researches when did Cola Coca-Cola stop putting using cocaine? 1929. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> uh, so that's all the memes uh, today. Uh, YouTubers' birthdays today. We got um, today is what June the eighth. So yeah, we got uh, Arps. Arps, I think is how you pronounce it. A U P R R Z, I think. I might he's a Mexican American YouTuber, resides in Michigan. He uh started uh, YouTube uh, November 14th, 2015. He's known for his entertaining uh entertainment videos. Wow, that's a generic statement. He's known for his entertainment videos. Oh, is that what YouTube is? It's for entertainment? Hmm, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, where am I at? Okay, it is Leon Engine's birthday today. Uh, he's turning 19 today. He is a, a Finnish YouTuber, voice actor, vlogger, and animator. He produces mostly animation videos and using a uh, animation program. Um, it is not underscore Link's birthday today. Uh, turning 25 she is a gaming YouTuber. She primarily uh, uploads gameplay videos of Roblox, game, big paintball, and, and Discord challenge videos. It is Bionic Pig's uh, birthday today. He is turning 27. He is an American YouTuber, comedian, and musician. His videos are uh, varied, but generally consist of comedic presence. It is Enzo Knoll's birthday today. I think that's how you say that. Uh, he's turning 28 today. He's a Dutch YouTuber vlogger. Enzo uh, published his first video in June 9, 2013. So, It is William Osmond's birthday today. Um, he's turning 30. He is an American YouTuber well-known for his crazy experiments and exciting videos, his usual style of... Creation is electronic, but he—he's not doing that. Doing that, we might be enjoying the ride on his rumba bicycle or dropping eggs from his roof. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, that didn't make any sense. I guess you'd have to watch the videos. Uh, it is Faith J Goldie's birthday today. Um, she is turning. Doesn't say how old she's turning. Um, hmm. She She's a political commentary and reporter. She even has a podcast called Canada First, which are around the hour of long and even sometimes longer. Faith has a strong anti-immigrant point of view, and there are some videos where she just comments on, on a topic out indoors. Goldie is affected by the the platforming since she was banned by PayPal, Patreon, Facebook, etc. And the thumbnails are very eye-catching. However, there are way, way more to subscribe. Star allow her to exit Faith Goldie just to report the rebel media, which does not exist anymore. And there are sometimes live streams. Faith Goldie went to the United States and even to the Unite the Right rally, There are anti-Muslim, there are anti-Muslim views, which are many people who dislike her viewpoints presented, um, even though her show focuses on Canada, American nationalists such as America First with the, uh, Nicholas J., I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, was appeared on her show before, so, so she's very political, I've never heard of her, um, Heaven. It is Heaven Sent Gaming's birthday today. He is turning 33. Um, co-founders of Heaven Sent Gaming and American Arts Entertainment Channel. Originally a game design team in college, they have since become a multimedia uh, oriented. Their current main channel on YouTube is Heaven Sent com, and they used to have other channels called Heaven Sent Gaming. Um, Smiley and um, I don't know how to pronounce these names, along with their older channels, and have had nearly 3.5 million views. Nice. Um, it is Rosanna Panso, Pancio. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's birthday today. She's turning. Thirty-six. She is a vlogger, chef, gamer, and internet personality. She is rarely well known. She is very well known for her YouTube cooking show, Nerdy Numus. And of February two thousand thirteen, uh, Rose, uh, Rose, is it Rosina or Rosanna? I think it's Rosanna. Hmm. Was nominated for a Shorty Award uh, in food. Nice. And lastly, it is Kanye West's birthday today. I always never really think of him as a YouTuber, but I guess it has it on here. He's a, you know, you know who Kanye is. Uh, I did not realize he was born in the 70s. Hmm. He's turning how old today? 44. I didn't realize he was already in his 40s. I was thinking he was in his late 30s. So I was thinking he was born in the 80s, but I guess I was wrong. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and while some of his others claim born in Douglasville, a small city in west of Atlanta. Hmm. But that's all for YouTube birthdays today. What? What do you have to say? You don't have to watch my stream, Mom. I think i What are you doing ahead? in here? Get out! I'm streaming! What does that mean? Live stream interruption here on live stream interruption um i wanted to talk a little bit about a live streamer a twitch streamer in particular uh by the name of waybread he's someone i watch pretty frequently especially as of late um he is a basically he's a cook he's a food and drink stream from 15 uh, uh You know, his streams usually last about, on average, about three hours. Sometimes they'll go up to four hours. Uh, But he also does some streams with his uh, dad. His dad sometimes will come over. I don't know if his dad lives with him or if his dad comes over to visit from time to time. Either way, yeah, his dad will do streams with him. He loves to do, uh, I think he's a chef in a restaurant, and so he loves to cook, like, typically gourmet-style meals. These aren't, like, you know, your, you know, your throw it in the pan and just, you know, five ingredient fix type meals. Like these are like, you know, like I said, he's making gourmet style food typically, and uh, he gets quite a few viewers. He has a 1,000 followers. Uh, Like I said, he does get quite a few views. When I happen to catch one of his streams live, um, he does get quite a few commenters and viewers and uh, also donations as well, which is really cool and um yeah he also has an instagram it's way underscore bread i'll put a a, a link in the description for both his twitch and his instagram i don't think he has a youtube channel but i could check real quick but i don't think he has one but on his instagram uh, page he posts um pictures of his gourmet meals that he cooks excuse me and um so he has some on here that are um um. Oh, I was trying to click on one here. There we go. And um, he has some where he he did like a um red chicken. I'm assuming he put red wine on there to do that. I make red chicken a lot. Lmao. This is one of the Hungarian uh, paprika based, served with saffron rice, loaded with carrots, asparagus, raisins, oysters, um, uh, oh shiitake mushrooms um chuckled uh chucked in a few shots of and i don't know bitters i don't know if that's a type of wine or what Hmm. from some for some serious flavor and then like i said he's got some pictures of it on there uh most of his food looks really good i'm not huge into gourmet style food but it does look pretty good. But uh, even though he does mostly do gourmet-style food, sometimes he will occasionally make other stuff. Uh, sometimes he'll make more country-style food. I mean, it's kind of a you know, high-end version of it, but he'll make some. Like here he's got biscuits with smoky chicken and sausage gravy, which sounds good, um, turned into a delicious cob Biscuits that failed. He turned it into a delicious cobbler, the ones, I guess, that didn't quite... Um, Make it so he turned it into a cobbler, but yeah, it looks good. But yeah, mostly gourmet style food, but like I said, uh, occasionally he'll venture house so Like I said, it's usually a a high end version of it, though. So it looks good. I was gonna look real quick to see if he has a YouTube, but I don't believe he does. Waybread YouTube. If I can get it to type in. There we go. Waybread YouTube. Um, Does not look like I'm seeing one here. Not for him, anyway. I mean, there's other YouTube channels that have the same. Hmm. Yep, I don't see one. But yeah, he's got an Instagram and a Twitch. I'll put, like I said, a link. In the description for both of them but yeah it's like i was watching one of his videos earlier and he's uh sitting there he's very very well known to um be very very interactive with his audience too so if you're with his uh you know his commenters his uh what are they called uh, the people in the chat stream whatever <laughs> oh man i sound like an old man right now but he's very well known for uh being very interactive with them um so if you're one of those people that like to watch Twitch streamers or live streamers in general who are very interactive with their um, audience, then uh, then yeah, he's definitely... And you are interested in watching people cook food or you're interested maybe learning how to do yours or you're a foodie and you know a lot about food and blah, blah, blah. Um, maybe you might check him out, like I said, because he is very interactive with his audience. He's, you can tell he has a great passion and a great knowledge of food. And yeah, so I would recommend him because like I said, I, I really like his, um, I don't often get to catch him live as of most Twitch streamers. Anyway, I, I never hardly catch Twitch streamers live. I tend to always have to watch their archive videos. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, if you're a Twitch streamer, make sure to always archive your videos because, um, uh, you'd be surprised how many people, um, don't catch you live unless you're one of those people that are live for very long periods of times throughout the day, like you'll live stream for like 12 to 15 hours or something like that. And so there's some people like that. They're a little easier to catch. But him, he he does it three to five hours, which is a good significant amount of time but it's like if you not you know it's easy to miss someone for a good three hour time stamp there even though it is a long time you know it's like you've not happened to catch someone on there for a three hour time stamp and so it's like i said but he does archive his videos so it's good that you can uh, catch him afterward so which is nice and um so yeah check him out and i would definitely recommend him he's a seems like a cool guy i don't know his real name i don't know if he wants people knowing his real name I wonder if it's on his Instagram. Hmm. Nope, I don't see it on there. But yeah, he does say on his Instagram a little he said bringing people together through food and beverage, follow my Twitch channel to watch me cook live 4 p.m. E- uh oh, freaking hey, eh, I keep freaking clicking his Twitch. Um um east uh, eastern standard time monday through saturday so he also does it saturday too like i said i think he's a chef in a restaurant and he probably when he gets um home or whatever or bef- maybe before he goes to work maybe he's a late night cook um you know then he'll do a quick stream and he does a cook but yeah he do, he cooks something every day and um, you know like I said except for Sunday evidently and um, he streams for a good three to five hours and sometimes he'll even have his dad come over It's it's a lot of fun to watch and stuff like that this is the part of the podcast where we talk about YouTube commenters the meanest people in the entire world they slither out of their bitter graves to come and attack on YouTubers when YouTube commenters attack so here on YouTube commenters attack um, we got some pretty good ones this is the uh, Jake Paul someone commented on the Jake Paul versus uh, Mayweather a uh, boxing match and someone had posted it on a little snippet of it on a or maybe it was the entire video I don't know on YouTube um And someone put in the comments like watch this for free and still felt like I didn't get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what's people's obsession with these uh, boxing matches from these social media stars like and that's a big thing because like i commented about it like on a a previous uh, podcast that i did talking about like the they're gonna do the whole youtube versus tiktok you know boxing match and it's gonna be shown on whatever uh, twitch you know uh thing whatever um and I kind of didn't say anything negative about it, but in all honesty, I mean the whole thing just sounds ridiculous to me. And I was I kept trying to restrain myself from saying negative comments about it, but I you know, in all honesty, I if you want my opinion, like I said, I think it's ridiculous. But but I guess people watch it, you know. Uh, this next one says it's gonna take some time to get a to realign Drake's rectum after he goes to prison to the prison showers. Well, that's horrible. Huh? Uh, says, Cat, don't touch me or I will kill you. Vet grabs neck. It appears I have been disabled. Uh, this one says, 10 ways to survive an apocalypse. Number 10, be the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, that's very accurate. <laughs> it's like it's always the cameraman. Like, they're, they're still watching everybody. Like uh this says you know reenacting the holocaust from back then doesn't seem like such a bad idea now that i've come to think about it (laughs) oh that's horrible anyway that's it for today's show i hope you enjoyed the podcast um make sure at the end always like i said always got to give myself a little bit of a shout out here um I always save it for the end because I know not everyone wants to hear me repeat this that way. Just in case you want to watch just the standard podcast, you don't have to hear me like ramble about my social media every time. So I know some podcasters, you know, they like to put it at the beginning, you know, because most people, they may not make it to the end, especially if it's a much longer podcast, but I don't want people to have to suffer through, like I said, me rambling my, um, you know, social media over and over and over again. Like I said, if people really want to get a hold of me, they will figure out a way. But, you know, it never hurts to at least mention it. So if you do want to get a hold of me, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. Uh, I'm on there all the time. I'm like addicted to the website. So um, if you want to DM me on there, if something about the podcast or something about something I do on the um, internet in general, because I'm slowly becoming like a multiple internet entertainer practically personality cuz now I got like several pa- podcasts in the works and I got a, got two YouTube channels and I'm working on a website and and it's uh it's getting crazy now so you know here by this time next year I'm going to have like multiple things to do online to take care of every day it's going to get crazy but I'm looking forward to it cuz I love that kind of stuff um so I'm not complaining in any way but yeah if you want to get a hold of me Instagram's the easiest way um if you want to um Watch my YouTube channel. I do have a YouTube channel. I do. I have two YouTube channels. I would just rarely mention. I also have a gaming channel. I just rarely mention my gaming channel because I don't upload very often on there. So I feel like I shouldn't shout it out too much, but I will shout it out today. Um, If you want to reach me on my main YouTube channel, though, it's just Kevin Emery. It'll be in the link in the description. Uh, I do challenges mostly on there, but also if you want to, like I said, check out my gaming channel. Like I said, I warn you that I don't upload often enough on there. It's something I really need to work on. It's just I'm too lazy to sit, make, make time to sit down and work on a video, Uh, a gaming video. Um actually I got to do a YouTube video today actually after I get done with this podcast I have to start working on my YouTube video today for my main channel and um but yeah if you want to check out my gaming channel it's just Kevin Emery Gaming uh, I'll put a link in the description for below for that one as well and also if you want to check out my other podcast i have another one running right now it's a jack and daxter podcast about the series of jack and daxter video game series it's called eco power e-c-o power and so if you want to check that out one uh, check that one out as well you can Jeez, i can't get these words out right and i believe that's it for my social media i think that's it i don't think i'm missing anything um, no, I think that's it. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you have a great day the rest of your Tuesday. And, uh, this is Kevin Emery. Uh, this is, uh, I am kept, I cannot, <laughs> you know, all these times I've done these outros so well, you know, right when I get up to the out the little end part there and I screw it up after I throw myself through a loop with all those, inst- all those social media shout outs. But I am Kevin Emery, this is Internet Exposition, and I'm out. (laughs)